Hello, welcome to HVAC Tech Tips Podcast, presented to you by CE. My name is Jack Hoffman, I'm a Customer Assurance Manager here with CE. Disclaimer, all information in the HVAC Tech Tips Podcast is intended for licensed HVAC professionals. All electrical, mechanical, and plumbing work should be performed by licensed trade professionals only. This podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Episode 6, Duck Sizing. Hello, we have Josh Goodman with us today. He is a customer assurance manager with CE, and he's also the head trainer in the training department. Today, we're going to go over duct sizing and how to properly size a duct system. I'm the technical trainer for CE, and uh, today we're going to talk about uh, how to use your duculator. As I go through my training, you know, I get lots of question, guys, about what we set it on. The, you know, 0.01 for the supply, 0.08 for the returns. What have you all heard? Well, Josh, I've heard the same thing, the, the 0.08, the, the 0.01 as a general rule of thumb, but a lot of guys just don't know that's not the proper way to do it. Right. And that's, and that's what I found, you know, as I, you know, go through all my technical training classes and the duct design is, it's not necessarily a lost art, but it's just misunderstood. When, you know, a lot of the commercial guys started to get into the residential market or the HVAC moved to the residential market, it was all done by commercial guys and, you know, back then we had true blower assemblies and, you know, uh, true horsepower motors and belt-driven assemblies where we could really move some air. But today we don't have those type of blowers. Yeah, one, one thing I find, Josh, is when I'm talking to guys is, uh, you know, a lot of them, they, they have no idea with when they're sizing their ductwork that they really need to look at their equipment's total available static pressure. Maybe. Correct. And and that's where, you know, as I try to, to coach the guys is you always need to go to your manufacturer's product data and look at the blower data of that blower of that furnace or air handler that you're trying to use. And as you're looking at those static pressure charts, you know, when you're looking for your rated CFM and uh, whatever speed tap that your motor's running or you set your dip switches up for the variable speed on those airflow charts, let's say for example, we're looking for 1200 CFM, and if you have your dip switches set up this way or your speed tap this way, then that means that your blower could technically have 0.5 inches of available static. And so that means, okay, well at a 0.5 total static, this unit can move 1200 cubic feet of air per minute. So then what we need to do is, you know, subtract from that. ACA Manual G makes a great worksheet to subtract some of your normal fittings, like uh, some of your fittings that you're always going to have, like grills, supply and return, your filters and other accessories. So that way you can, you know, well, hey, if I have 0.2 inches of pressure drop just in filter grills and a filter and, you know, any other accessory, then you don't have 0.5 to design from. You only have 0.3 remaining to design from. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, and that's, it's, you know, it's critical to, you know, to do this process to have a proper working duct system, especially in our, you know, the ductless units. Now you have these, you know, tiny air handlers that are, you know, low static to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. The two, the 9,000 and the 12,000 have a max of 0.2 inches of static. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not very much static. So if you're, if you're not sizing it right, it's very easy to get yourself into some trouble or uh, you're going to have a unhappy customer. Exactly. Cause they're not going to get the airflow, which means that they're not going to get the comfort, the dehumidification or the energy efficiency. Yeah. I mean, would you have any, like a, like a quick tip for us using the duculator, something we can tell our listeners? 
Well, the key thing to, to look for when how to figure out your, you know, what setting to use your ductulator, you really need to sit down with your duct system and draw it out and calculate your equivalent foot length of your ductwork. And if you look in the back of the Manual D book, there is an area called Appendix 3. And in that manual, it will show you all the drawings that we use, like a bullhead T and uh, offsets and it, it, even end boots. Uh, going from a 6-inch round to a 4 by 12 end boot is almost equivalent to 50 feet of duct. Um, but once you figure out you know, all your little different fittings, coming off the supply plenum with a flat air tight could be equivalent to 35 feet. And then you figure out five or 10 feet before you got a straight duck before you get into your first takeoff. But once you figure out, you know, four or 500 feet in your duct system, then you would want to, you know, well, if I have 500 feet, I want to divide that by a hundred to of course say that I have five. And then like in our example where we talked about where we had 0.3, static remaining for duct design, you would divide that by 0.5. Yeah, I know with, uh, with that total equivalent length with some of the fittings, it's, you know, that's, that is a place where some guys get themselves into, uh, into trouble. Like I know the, the bullhead fitting where it basically looks like a box on top of a box. Yep. You know, if you don't have a turning vein in there, and, you know, just a, a simple fitting like that on top of an air handler, that that alone can be like 85 to 120 equivalent feet on that one fitting. Right. Where if we just take that one fitting and, you know, put in, uh, open up the throat on it, go say from um, like a, a 16 by 16 opening and open it up to a 16 by 16 to a 20 by 20, that could take the, that 80 or 120 feet of equivalent foot length and reduce it down to 40 feet. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's all in the book. I mean, that's one thing too, like for you guys out there, if you, if you don't have the, the ACA manual, you should really uh, consider getting the, the residential duct systems manual D manual actually, you know, buy the book. I'm sure it's available, uh, you know, Amazon online. And, uh, yeah, most of your sites will have it. You know, look, look at that, uh, look at that appendix and, you know, just read the book. It's, it's going to make you better than, you know, just from the, you know, I guess the but, old way, which we don't really want to do. We want to do it properly. We go, go ahead, Josh. Well, you know, and, and that's the thing is I know a lot of guys call tech support. And, you know, and when we tell them that they're having airflow issues and that they need more return or they need more supply, I know they're thinking of a whole trunk line and duct system. But, you know, by understanding how the fittings are made, I've fixed jobs just by replacing one fitting. Um, you know, and I try to tell the guys, you know, when you're measuring your static pressure on a duct system and say you measure 0.8 inches, well, that's telling us that that unit is working against 800 feet of duct. So how can I reduce that? And I've, you know, just seen an offset transition and have a 0.3 static pressure drop across it. And all the dealer had to do is replace that fitting, not the entire duct system, but just that one fitting. And he got his static pressure within line of that 0.5. Yeah, no, I've seen it a you know a few times, especially this time of year. We get the limit trip calls and things like that, or you know, yep. you know, the issue uh, a lot of lot of zoning issues, I guess, if they don't have a proper duct system, we we see quite often too. So. Yeah, the, the zoning system can't move the correct amount of air, and of course, one one thing in here where you know I've had it where you know I had a guy call and 
you know, they'll want me to size the duck and we don't do that for liability reasons. You know, I have to, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, tell the caller, like, you know, like if you can't size duck, I mean, you're going to have to read manual D or, you know, or, or hire someone that can. Yeah. And everybody really should have someone on their team that is intimate with duck work and understands airflow. That's no, it's true. We definitely need a, I mean, every company should have a good duck guy. So it's very critical. Of course, I know now some of the newer softwares. I think uh, I think Rightsoft might be one that you know makes it quite right. easier. Yeah, Rightsoft will make it easy for you. It is a little complicated to use, but if you give it the right inputs, it'll lay it out and draw it out for you. Right. All right. Well, I think, I think we kind of touched on the basics there with the uh, you know duct design, and you now you got to look at your total uh, available static, um, subtract out all your grills and all that. The you know, size it properly. Mm-hmm. So like in that previous example, you know, where we had that 0.5 inches static, and if you subtract out your grills, like ACA says, a supply grill is on average a 0.05 pressure drop. Now, if you get one into one of those homes that's got the nice sunk-in wood hard grills, you know, those could have as much as an inch and a half, I mean, a 0.1 inch five pressure drop through those. But you, you have a return grill that's a 0.05. You have a pleated filter or a filter that's 0.1. So in our example earlier, we had 0.3 available for duct design. We If you have 500 equivalent foot length of duct work, say 300 on the supply and 200 on the return, you have to take that 5 and divide that into your 0.3 available static. And that means you'd have to set your ductulator at 0.06, not the 0.08 or yeah. the point one so that's you know it's a little eye-opening when you start figuring out your equivalent foot length and doing the math it's true i've, I've seen in some of the classes you know you'll have the the guys were you know they, they didn't know how to properly size duck and i mean speaking of classes do you have anything coming up in the spring any kind of an airflow class or something where you know our, our listeners can get more training on this well in the spring uh, i plan on putting together a zoning class where we'll spend uh, half the day, you know, going over ductwork fittings, the equivalent feet length of those fittings, uh, how we can just make a few small changes to our duct system uh, to help reduce our costs. Because I know in installation, um, you know, cost is a big concern because a lot of homeowners are trying to value engineer the jobs. But if we spend the money in the right spots, that helps, you know, reduce the insta- installation costs of the ductwork. So I'll be covering all that, uh, you know, how to, how to size it correctly and how to use the right fittings to save us a little bit of money. Okay. Well, you know, anybody that's, you know, interested in going to Josh's class, if you're in the mid-Atlantic region, um, he'll usually teach at different locations. Yep. Different locations. Please visit SEMAtraining.com for the schedule. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I think we've, we've hit on every, everything here and I'd like to thank everybody uh, for listening. If you would like to contact us, we can be reached at cma.techtips at carrierenterprise.com. Once again, cma.techtips at carrierenterprise.com.